Topic Famalont, a 32-year-old EMT, firefighter and graphic designer, is a full-time Bigfoot researcher, producer and lead investigator from Northwest New Jersey. He first got into Bigfooting in 2011 on an expedition in North Florida, where he and a friend experienced rocks being thrown at them while sitting around a campfire. Since then, he has made it his personal goal to find out exactly what is roaming the woods of America. In 2016, after becoming frustrated with the lack of true research expedition shows on TV, he created his own show called In the Shadow of Big Red Eye. The show is currently filming their fifth season. In 2018, Mike also created a docu-series called Squatchables, which was created for people who are just getting into Bigfooting, sort of a Bigfooting 101. With a passion for Bigfooting and a history in video editing, I decided to make the first real show about what expeditions are truly about. You'll see raw, uncut footage of what Bigfooting actually is. If there is one thing I hope people gain from this show is for families and friends to get off the couch and outside into nature to explore what this amazing world has to offer, says Mike. All of Mike's episodes and more can be found on his YouTube channel, Sussex County Bigfoot. In the Shadow of Big Red Eye is also on Facebook, same name, and Instagram at Shadow of Red Eye. Beyond the Veil with Daniel Jackson presents guest host Mike Famelant, Searching for Bigfoot, Part 2. I agree, because there's just, there's just too much out there. I mean, when I first saw that film in school of that, that cowboy on the, on the back of that horse, and and then he he just walked out from the woods and didn't even break stride and just turned around and like was like, eh, okay. And then he would turn around again and go, eh, I'm I'm just checking you out, but you don't really bother me. I'm just going on about my day and never, you know, didn't go, oh my God, there's a person. Because how would they know what people are? They just but then saw them too. It's just like, eh, just part of the crowd, I guess. I don't know. Keep on yeah. going. I got to go over here and catch a fish. What are you going to do? You know, that type of thing. And yeah. and when I saw that, I was like, my jaw was just like, can you roll that back? Can I see that again? You know, it's, yeah. there's just, there's no way from what I saw, what I observed, this is not a man in a monkey suit. It's just not. And it, it can't be. And, I, and I, I guess maybe there's a part of me that says, I don't want it to be. I, I I want this to be real. But then I think when I got older, I was like, I would just think to myself, if we see one, what are we going to do next? We're going to catch him. We're going to put him in a cage. What are we going to do with them next? And, and I don't, you know, I want to be able to live my life freely as much as I can. I think he should be able to, too. We got to figure out some type of way that we're not disturbing his life, his reality of what he's doing out there uh, beyond. Because, you know, I mean, there's so many things out there in this world. Like, you know, why are we still doing testing on monkeys, you know, to to make uh, sure we can use a certain type of shampoo? I mean, come on. We, we've been through it enough. That's enough. Leave them alone. And I think it's the same thing with him. You know, it's OK to try to understand them. But should we be caging him and putting him in a zoo or or something like that? Absolutely not. You know, he he's been going for how long? I mean, do do you believe that we as humans evolved from that, or do you believe he's just something else? I think he's our 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 missing tree, the Nisibin, um, which is an ancient human. We actually only have a little uh, fragment of a pinky bone, 
but with that we can uh glean that that is an asian human just like us that lived alongside of, of modern day humans right um that happened to be eight foot tall and by all means could have been covered in hair so i think that it wouldn't be a stretch to say that they survived just like we did alongside right. of us and still has survived to this day kind of like like we have but like right. you said earlier what they are is is they're they're kind of the people that don't want to be found right they're out there they're they're they know what's up and they don't want to be they want nothing to do with us i want nothing to do with us i could imagine they don't want anything <laughs> yeah. To do with us. yeah kind of there with you i i i like some i like uh like six cats and two people you know that's yeah, about yeah. it but uh yeah because because people I, I i talk to people every day and i try to help them and try to help them further themselves in their lives and uh, with what I do, talking to spirit and all that stuff, but they don't always listen, which is the problem. Yeah. And uh, hey, I'm an EMT. I'd love to help people, but I hate people. Yeah, <laughs> I get it. Yeah, because you don't want to see somebody suffer, but uh, but uh, beyond that, it's uh, it's just, yeah, it's just part of the job, it. right? <laughs> yeah. but, well, maybe some of them. Yeah, I get that. Uh, but uh, but yeah, I, 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 I kind of feel, you know, uh, I feel sorry for him that, you know, I mean, like you said, he he may have been standing right next to us in the in the evolving part. And me as a me as a human back then would have said to him, since he's eight feet tall, hey, man, can you grab that piece of fruit out of there, out of that tree? But then we just eventually at some point separated and went our own way. And uh, but we going our own way. Because we wanted to live our lives the way we wanted to do it, and I'm sure he does too. So where do but, where do we make know, the distinction or the separation of that? You know, what's really interesting and something you just said, like you know, grab me that apple from up there or whatever. Every Native American tribe in North America has has this this story about a, a, a Sasquatch type creature. Yes, they right? big time with those people, big time. And, and they lived right alongside of these creatures. Right. They, they had their area and they let Bigfoot have the woods. Type had of respect for them. Exactly. And that just plays right into what you said about how, you know, this, this chronologically could make a lot of sense. And right. Where, and, and where, where do we, where do we, we, now we have a distinction between us and them, but Unfortunately, we never, since that period of time, when they were, you know, it was just because the only real Americans here are American Indians, and and, and they're just called Indians, you know. So, uh, and they they had to have spent way much more time with them because they just lived in the out in the open range. They had to have seen something, and they and they they profess that they have seen these things, and they lived around them all the time. They didn't have any problem with them. I just I wonder why the 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 stories weren't enough or, or the research of that wasn't enough that we had to go at some point go hey man what was that let's go find out what it is and I, I mean that's good because we do, like I said we do want to research what's here on Earth with us while we're living here hopefully uh, like with the, with American Indians coexisting at the same time uh, but. Uh, but now it's just become, I mean, it's become such a big thing, you know, instead of, I mean, but you had, 
real experience with it. You were out in the woods, you went on one of these hunts, and then the next thing you know, you got rocks being thrown at you, and it's going, hmm, what the heck was that? You know, it's got a it's got a perk your curiosity about it. I mean, it would have with me too. So, and that's why you now, twelve years ahead, and now you you're this is your this is not just your business, but this is basically your life as well. And you yeah. you you do everything that you do is going to revolve around this, correct? For the yeah, for the foreseeable future, absolutely. Right. So, I mean. As as you would say, as uh, you said, well, if I find them and then I find out what was uh, uh, throwing the rocks, I might be content at that point. I don't think so, man. <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm a spirit I medium. I see spirit, go, what you, whatever you want to call them, ghosts, 24-7. It never goes away. And I'm always still interested because you might see, I see for me, when I'm in a dark room or even in a lit room, for me, it never stops. It never turns off. I see so many spirit in a day. I It's more than any one of these TV shows ever sees in a fucking lifetime. And I see more. It's like being in a room with a thousand people, except nobody leaves and more faces just keep coming in. But not wow. people, just dogs, cats, horses, cows. I see everything. So, but I'm never not, I'm ne I never do this. Well, I've seen a thousand of them, eh, whatever. Another one comes in. I'm like, oh my, what is that? That's not a person. I'm still intrigued by it. Yeah. I would I would hope that you you've delved into it this far that you're going to be intrigued by it forever. I think you're right about that. I uh, yeah, uh, cuz you, you just you got to know. And you're not going to I mean maybe you were able to uh to hang out with Jimmy for 12 hours and figure him out, but I don't think you can hang out with him for 12 hours and just figure him out. I think there's more to it, you know, and and mm -hmm. I'm I'm that's why I wanted to have you on the show because I know you're not just one of those people that's going to find it and go, eh, you know, you're going to be intrigued with it for a long time, and because you're doing that, you're putting the time, you're putting the effort, you're putting the research into it to find out what we are looking for because people want answers, and you're the guy who's going out there who's trying to find the answers. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Can't argue that. That's, that's what I think. I mean, that's why I say in the very beginning, I, I didn't want to call you a, a hunter because I don't think that's what you're doing. You know, I, I think you're you're invested in this in a, in a big way. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, I uh, appreciate that. How, how many. So when you say you have a team or these groups, uh, do you know of how many teams or groups or or how how is this a worldwide thing that we have people out there researching and, and do, and how many believe, do you believe that are, are actually out there doing this like in the way that you do it? Oh man, I, I couldn't even venture to guess about that. Um, I know uh, in New Jersey, there's, um, I think there's two other Bigfoot teams and maybe, I don't know, 15, 20 other people in the state that go big footing, but that's all. That's all. That's just what I know. Right. Um, who knows? Who knows what I don't know? You yeah. Know? And do you, do you know these people? Uh, 
Have you met most of them personally? So? Oh yeah, they're all they're all yeah. All of us uh, are very good uh, uh, friends uh, when it comes to, to to especially people on the same page when it comes to um, philosophies and 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 things like that. When when you right, you're on somebody, the same page. Yeah, when you find somebody that agrees with what you think about that, then uh, you find yourself um, connecting with them because it's not a not a lot of people you get to talk about Bigfoot with. Right. Yeah. Well, so. but like with me being in in the spirit medium stuff, I went out and I. It took me a while, but I went out and found my people. Yeah, you network absolutely. Right, you network absolutely. Because mm-hmm. um, the one thing, you, as you and I both know, in our, both of our fields, what most people don't understand, they are afraid of. Right. There you go. And they True. become scared of it, and they're not going to talk about it, and or all they're going to do is just try to. Uh, try to debunk it and uh, because they don't understand it. Sure. So, so finding, so is there a way that you know, or you could tell my audience how to go out and find people if they are themselves, one of these people? Yeah. uh, So uh, a friend of mine, Glenn, uh, he's on Facebook and uh, he has created these Facebook groups for each state. It's oh, okay. um, cool. whatever state. So for example, it'd be New Jersey Bigfoot researchers. Okay. Uh, and you could just go on and Google that and every state has one. And then you could start networking through there. Now, I want to go and say to every, all of your listeners that I do not recommend meeting up with somebody that you've met on the internet, <laughs> your process, because it's crazy. There's, there's crazy people out there. Hey Mike, and, that's, yeah. how I met, that's how I met my wife. Oh, well, okay. So let me, I'm absolutely, I'm absolutely telling the truth. I met her on a dating site and we've been together for eight years and it's been great, but I let understand where you're that. coming from. You, you got to do a background check. You shouldn't meet somebody you met on the internet in the middle of the woods at night right. looking for an eight foot bipedal primate. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. It should be, it should be some type of, uh, you get to know them online, uh, yeah, meet, and meet, then you meet, meet at Starbucks. If you're going to meet them and do it in a public place, you know, yeah. as like like you do when you go out on these expeditions, safety first. Absolutely, and I will say I am totally on all the dating sites as well. So give you credit for that. Yeah, yeah, uh, plenty of fish. I uh, did it for yeah. six years. Uh, <laughs> for 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 the entire six years that I was on there, I I met somewhere in the middle of between three hundred and four hundred and fifty women. Wow! In six years, yeah. That's a, that's in that's 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 insane, that's a right? <laughs> that's a numbers game, right there, my friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I met, and like I said, that's why I said when you talk to somebody within fifteen or twenty minutes, you can figure out if you're, you're going to click with this person or they're crazy as fuck. And uh, <laughs> and I met all the crazy bitches out there and dated all the crazy bitches out there. So, uh, but and, and I don't I don't I don't uh, deny it one bit. Uh, but you know, eventually met my wife and uh, went out on one date and then on uh, on. Um, uh, Valentine's Day eight years ago, and we've been together ever since. So uh, it works, but uh, you got to kiss a lot of frogs, and then got to kiss a lot of crazy frogs at the same time. So, but you don't <laughs> want to do that. <laughs> Nobody wants to do that. Believe me, they don't want to do that. But, uh, but yeah, you in in order to get yourself out there or to meet other people, you have to put yourself out there, and you have to be able to find these groups as well. So if you say your friend Glenn put these uh these Facebook groups up, and then people. So what do, what do you think they should put in the search bar when they're looking for something 
uh, in this matter. Just put Bigfoot in your state or Bigfoot in your county. A lot of these groups have, uh, like I have my own Sussex County Bigfoot site. Right. Um, and then, but I, I think a safe bet would be going on those those sites and just putting up a little feeler and just put, say, hey, I'm brand new to this. Can anybody point me in the right direction? Right. And, uh, you know, I <laughs> I moderate most of those groups anyway, so I'll, I can be sure that nobody's going to, you know, everybody's really cool over on those groups and nobody's going to, you know. Nobody's, nobody's Michael or, Myers or something like that. Yeah, right. Well, I can't say that, but I'm just, I will say that nobody's going to, you know, make fun of you when it comes to posting or, or right. whatever, because that's a lot of, a, a lot of people are very, um, a lot of witnesses don't want to say anything because they think they're going to be ridiculed and stuff like sure, that. Sure, yeah, because nobody wants to be ridiculed with something like this. You want you want to have, you want to be around people who you know are taking this serious. Absolutely, yeah, and I think um, Facebook is literally the best way to do that. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, with Facebook, you do get a lot of people who just want to be fans of it, or who are who are just fanatics of it, and they just want to, or they just want to feel cool to hang out with this group well, like like, like i said before the armchair the armchair squatchers yeah absolutely yeah the armchair people yeah yeah that's for sure but uh but at least at least there's something out there and like you said you're moderate you're you're moder moderating it uh, i don't know if i said that word right or wrong but uh you're monitoring it to make sure that there's uh nobody really kind of gets uh the crazy ones don't get through the cracks yeah yeah they don't get out of hand Right. Yeah. You can't let that get out of hand because of the fact you're going out on these expeditions and safety is first. So you don't want somebody. I mean, people do have to learn, but they need to learn about it first before they just jump right into the in, into the woods and go, what am I doing? You know, absolutely. Absolutely. I uh, in the group that I bring out, um, I trust every single one of those people with my life. And you have to. And it, absolutely. So if I, dark you know, woods, holy crap. Absolutely. So I know, you know, that I've got their back and they've got my back. It's like a family type of thing. And that's what you want to have when you look for these kind of people you're going out in the woods with. Right. Um, you know, you don't want to uh, necessarily have eight people that have never been in the woods before all go out looking for Bigfoot at the same time and don't know how to read a trail map. Right, you know. or they're, they're they're tripping over everything. They don't bring the proper equipment with themselves. Yeah. They just bring yeah. themselves, and that's not good. Right. So, so at the same time, while I say it's very um, uh, cause be very cautious meeting with somebody, it is important to go out with somebody who knows what they're doing, and you you get to know those people through, you know, doing your your background check, if you will. Right. Right. Because when they when they come when they start coming around you, then that's. Another way that you can feel them out to see if they're actually this is something they truly want to do, or is this something they just think is cool? One thing, and they're doing the and they're doing the same to you, to, right. to that person. You yeah, know, they're, they're not going to waste their time on somebody who just wants to get their fifteen minutes of fame. I had a guy who's been contacting me on and off for for months, and he says he has this picture, but unfortunately it's an open police investigation so i'm not going to no. to, do, to touch anything with that right but he he wants to be famous so he's he's going and contacting everybody and their and their moms about this photo which even didn't even not even good photo but um it could be like somebody's stalker so going back to stalkers right absolutely you, you don't know like, what, to, what they're doing 
no and it's like this is an open police investigation the police are investigating it like i'm not gonna touch this sorry (laughs) somebody else wants to (laughs) yeah police gotta do their job you know that's not your job so yeah and you don't want to get involved in that because then you're going to become part of it and then they're looking at you for something Yep. Nope. 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 Yeah. No. I've been no. From being an EMT before, I'm not doing that again. Yeah, that's what I was just going to say. Since you you have experience being an EMT and a firefighter, you already know all that other side of it, uh, as far yeah. as police go and all that stuff. So you know yourself what to get into or not get into. Exactly. Yeah, and that just comes with time too. Unfortunately, so, yeah. You know, we'll be new getting into it, but um, you'll be able to, like you said, you'll be you, you can weed people out pretty quick. Now, do, do you, so when we were talking earlier about the, uh, that one time when you saw the, the two of them standing next to each other and you had your oh shit moment uh, right there. Yeah, because I'm sure I'd be, uh, I'd be going around the, somewhere to the campfire and pulling my pants down and checking it. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but uh, do you, so you are sure or pretty sure, like you said, with the ones with the, Here's a here's a group with uh, with uh, black hair, and then there's another group here with, with red hair. So they are there are families out there. These are just not. I mean, there's no possible way it's just men, uh, male uh, Bigfoots out there. They they are producing family and and children as well. Have you ever heard of or seen or any type of information out there of of smaller ones, baby ones, younger ones? Yeah, down um, uh, in the Pine Barrens, I was telling you about the footprints that we found and how they started out as these little six-inch ones. And right. if you if you think about a six-inch uh, Bigfoot, that's, I mean... It's like a four- or five-foot t- kid. That's, yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. It's just, it's there, there's no way that it was a person. And what's cool is you see them grow, but but you're right. There, there, there is a family dynamic. There has to be males. There has to be females. There has to be a reproductive cycle and system. Um, and that would obviously lead to having offspring. And when kids are small or kids are small, so they have to, um, the same with, same thing with Bigfoot, they would have to go grow up. Through I think they grow up a lot faster Sure. Than, than humans do because I think they live they don't live as long obviously. Well, look at the uh, food they're eating. It does, it's not processed, you know. It's not in this freaking supermarket. It's re- fresh fish, man. I mean, what else yeah. can you have? You know, that's better than that. Or fresh berries. They they know what to eat out there. They know what their daily diet is. Yeah, yeah. I think they, it's uh, very similar to that of bears. Right. And uh, and it's it's an interesting fact because the the bear population. If you look at a bear population map and put a bigfoot sightings map over top of it, they're like the exact same. So that's kind of neat too. That would that's why I believe that Bigfoot eat very similar things to what bear eat. Right, and they're, and they're like you said, they're not out there stalking or trying to kill people or eat people. It's just yeah. if you come into their backyard, they're going to want to know why you're there, and if they don't want you there, they're going to do everything they can, yeah. like Spirit does, to get you out of that place. Absolutely. You know, so, so it's uh, like a, a human would do. Absolutely, right. Spirit, human. Don't and you, there, you don't hear about these. You don't hear about uh, like uh, a, a Bigfoot killing someone, as opposed to you might hear that with a bear. So why do you think there's a difference there? That, like you said, they got to know that I'm I'm not supposed to harm that or something. Well, that and I I don't think um, 
there's a there's a hell of a lot more bears than there are Bigfoot. Sure. So Do I you think, think though? Yeah, yeah, I think there's probably about two thousand Bigfoot in the United States. They got they got to ramp up that uh, uh, that having Bigfoot sex or something and have some more of them or or something because <laughs> well, that that would be the um, with the sightings uh, across the United States um, and with the the numbers that you would need to have a reproduction or you know reproducing population that would um, that would seem to be about the the correct number. Do you think they do that purposely, or they know to do that purposely? So that there is enough food for that family to have and not not overpopulate so they run out of food quicker? No, I think that's that's more getting into a scientific thinking. I don't think that they're capable of, of, of that that comprehension level. Right. Um, I think it's more so of just like their reproductive cycle, just like humans, where we can have children up until a certain amount of a certain age, right. similar to them. Uh, and their age range might be a lot smaller than than our ranges. So right, and then hope, two or three. Offspring. Hopefully, they will have produced enough to so that they have enough children who can also reproduce as well. So, and if like you're saying, if there's not large numbers of them, then they're not going to be reproducing as much as we would think they they would be. Like and they got to be doing something. like rabbits. That's for sure. Well, they got to be doing something, right? So yeah, absolutely, you know. absolutely. But they're not doing it so much where maybe they got five kids or four kids or something like that, and then they have to wait around to see if those four kids. I mean, I, I would hate to use that type of uh, terminology in it, but it is uh, some some type of or some sort of uh, of inbreeding uh, uh, because they're not going outside or. We don't even know if they do go outside their family. Maybe the family knows another family that's in another part of the woods, and they. Yeah, just, I think know. I think there's definitely some some family uh, family outings. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 no, well. um, because uh, like I think when they get up to North Jersey, they have the option of going across the Delaware River into Pennsylvania, which I know right. has a thriving population of Bigfoot, or up into the Catskill Mountains, and which has another thriving population of Bigfoot. So. They definitely have the potential to, um, you know, meet up with different families and and have that potential. I would to, think they would at least know by now how to swim. At least, I mean, I saw oh, a video yeah, absolutely. like about a year ago, and there was a guy had a he was just taking a picture and uh, a video, and then you see a big bigfoot going across the lake, and he's just walking across the lake. So they're apparently they're they know which areas of the lake to go across, obviously, because they don't. Maybe they do know how to swim. Maybe they don't. Maybe they're just hey, going in the area. They, they feel safe. Bears swim across the Delaware River all right. the time. Right. So there's no reason that a Bigfoot wouldn't be able to. Right. Right. Absolutely. I mean, especially, like you said, when you get up to uh, Upper Jersey, uh, crossing that little part of the river, Delaware River or whatever it is, over into Pennsylvania, it's not very wide. It's more like a stream or whatever. So they can cross over it all. So it's just, you have to think about, how they think, like you said, wherever the food is, that's where their territory is. Where the food is and, and where they're going to be able to reproduce, I think. Right. Those are the, the two things that, that um, you need to survive. Right. And, and I mean, I don't even know if, uh, I mean, like, well, like we said, we don't know. If they have hair on them. How thick is that hair? How do they survive the, the different seasons of the year? 
are they finding some cave to be in or are they just toughing it out under a tree? We don't know those types of things. And that's I think that's important information that would would like to be known at that point, too. And unfortunately, I think that's that's something that it's just um, we we just don't know at this stage. No, nobody knows. No one's had that cl- that really kind of close contact. I don't think, right? It's always from a distance. There's been a lot of close contact uh, sightings. There? Sure. Oh, absolutely. And, yeah. and what and what what is the reaction of the people uh, when they have this type of uh, this close encounter? Uh, most most uh, the overwhelming uh, amount of people say that uh, they're surprised that uh, it was so human like. Right. The face, the face was 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 human like, and they do describe it as covered in hair, black right. or whatever color hair. Um, not so much on the face, right? But um, there's also different descriptions of them too. Different, like just like uh, you and I look different. Uh, Bigfoot, I think, look different too. So there's there's different uh, characters sure. of of, um, of them as well. But Adam, but. But uh, I would have to think the. I'd like to think they don't discriminate against each other. You know, they just know well, what each other is. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I wish we. I wish we could do that. Uh, we could probably. Look, maybe that's why we're in such of a. Uh, uh, a search for information, uh, because we could probably learn a thing or two from them. You know. It takes notes from them. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. They, they are they are the the champions of social distancing. And <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Leave no trace. Oh, yeah, yeah. You want to if you want to find somebody that does not litter, look at a bigfoot. Right. I mean, what is it? He's not opening any packages of candy bars, but I would love to see his face if he ate one. That would be awesome. You know, <laughs> like a Milky Way or something. He'd be like, yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, because they gotta know. I mean, they see us out here. They got it. They look up in the air and they see that big giant silver bird in the sky flying mm-hmm. around. So they they know civilization's got to be out here at, at some point. I mean, they probably walked upon right next to a road and saw some cars go by sure. or something, wondering what it is. But yet, the thing about it is, they're not seeking us out. It's us no. doing the opposite, you know. Yeah, I think it's the opposite. They they. They see us like that's that's what it's why it's very difficult as an investigator, because I think like whenever we get into an area, they know that we're there before we get out of the car. Yeah, and absolutely. if if they like deer, like bear, they know. Sure, sure. Dumb. But it, and and then the Bigfoot have two options. One, they could stick around and be like, hey, what are these guys doing? Or they right. could take their family and say, oh, these people are in the woods. They're going to be here tonight. Let's get the hell out of here. Yeah, let's get the hell out of here. Yeah. And that's, so, that's, what I tell, uh, that's what I tell people about spirit. Uh, some some spirit want to be seen. Most of them don't. So exactly. uh, and yeah. so you're going to see the ones. But the but when you do see these things, when you do go out and into the woods and see these things, that's why it's probably so sporadic that because they you're you're looking for them. But they are out there observing you to see what's right. because they don't want it to mess up what they do throughout their lives during their Absolutely. during that period, right? It's um it's an accident if you see a Bigfoot. Yeah. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Yeah, because because it just you just happen to be in the right place at the right time. Mm-hmm. And so how many of those happen to be in the right place at the right times? Uh 
uh, experience have you had? Zero. I've never seen one. No, but you but you've seen it off in a distance. I've I've the closest that I I can say that I've been is probably twenty feet from one, uh, but that was pitch black. Couldn't That's see close it. enough, man. <laughs> yeah, that was good. That was good. That was one of the yeah. most horrifying nights that I've had. Yeah, it's, um, it's like it's like like the people who always talk about the scenario. I wouldn't want to meet up with him in a dark alley. Yeah. Well, you you probably don't want to meet up with Bigfoot in a dark alley yeah. either because he doesn't really know about you and you don't really know about him. And when you got two scared, kind of protective, scared individuals there, you don't know what's going to happen. That's the truth. Yeah. Um, but it's but it's but it's caught your attention so much. You're still going out looking, aren't you? It's it's the same thing with the rocks. You know, it scared the crap out of me when I was there at the time, but it. it feeds an addiction afterwards that comes back and it's like oh man i just want to know what that was <laughs> yeah yeah because you know? as human beings we're always searching for answers for everything you know whether it be god or, or or ufos or spirit or bigfoot they want answers to it and they're going to keep on searching until they get them the truth yeah hey but you can't prove that something doesn't exist I agree. So, I agree. I, I there's an analogy I use for people all the time about something that they can't see, but they base their lives on it all the time. I always tell them to take their two hands and put them together and cut them together. And then when they do that, I say, "Okay, I want you to point to me in the middle of your hands. Where do you see love? Or where do you see fear? Where do you see anger?" And they look and they go. I don't see any of it. And I say, yeah, but you base all of your decisions throughout your life on things you can't even see, but you mm-hmm. feel them and you know they're real. And then they go, oh, yeah, I never thought about that. I go, <laughs> yeah. So stop trying to disprove to me that I don't see spirit because I see them every freaking night and I see yeah. faces all day long. So and and people need to stop going out there and saying there's no such thing as a Bigfoot or you know, I always tell people that, you know, people, if you see me walking down the street and I'm all bent over or something like that, what's wrong with you? Oh, I'm in pain. Uh, you're probably just faking it until they actually have the pain themselves. Mm-hmm. And then when they get the pain, they go, oh, he wasn't kidding. I understand it. And they have to experience things for themselves to understand it. And it's it's a good thing that you are out there, especially with your, your, your squatchables giving people, you know, the correct information so they can go out and experience it for themselves. Well, and you know, it, it, it was, I don't want to have to have people spend X amount of money to learn how to do something that they want to do. Right. You know, you know, and, and, um, I wish I had that getting into it myself. So that's sure. why the only reason why I created the series is just because I, I really wish that getting into Bigfooting, if someone gave me that DVD, I would have been a, a whole lot more uh, comfortable. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. You 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 give them, hey, here, here's what's going on. Here's how you do it. It's going to cost a minimum X amount of dollars. Are you willing to put the time and the money into this? to actually go out and do this? Or is this, like we said, is this just a hobby for you? At least you're putting the information out there for them 
to to so they can make their own decision for themselves. Mm-hmm. hundred percent. And, that's, and if, that's... you, if, if you had that 12 years ago, do you think you would have done things differently? I think eventually, well, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I think, um, did you dig your own hole, Mike? <laughs> I did. Can't get out I of did. it now. Yeah, no, I think um, I'm you glad that everything that I'm, I'm glad everything worked out the way it did with me. Right. Um, because because it really is a dream to be sitting here talking to you. Um, and, and, and doing this, and doing, doing something this, you enjoy. Yeah. Um, and you get, but, like you said, you get to combine not only just doing the working part of it, but this is also a trip and an adventure to someplace you've never been to before. Absolutely. It's, um, it's a, it's not only an adventure to a place I've never been before to, and it's an adventure of life. This, this whole, it's a whole journey of, of this crazy ride that I'm on. <laughs> yeah. You, do you want to, do you want to be that old guy who says I would have, could have, should have, or be that guy who said, man, I've been here and here and here. I experienced this here. And I got some crazy stories for that, and people are going to want to listen to it. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 my thing. Is is I don't want to um, say like, man, I wish I saw that. Right. You know, you want I to mean? be a part of it. Yeah, yeah, I want to see the Red River Gorge. You know, I want to see Mount Katahdin in Maine. You know, I want to see that kind of stuff. I I I I I don't want to say that. Oh, I wish I did. You know. Right. It's, it's 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 that kind of stuff that really keeps me going. So is that something that you put on your profile on the dating sites? I mean, <laughs> when you're out, I mean, you got like I've been through it. You got to find somebody who is acceptance, acceptance of you and hopefully maybe wants to do that, too. And or doesn't want to hold you back or stifle you from doing what you what you're doing now or want to do yeah basically what i what i never got into this on on a podcast but, uh, what i <laughs> well, put in my you're talking to me, Mike. profile yeah. is um i'm looking for someone to share my experiences with because because yeah. uh, like i and it's really the truth is i go to some of these most amazing most beautiful places that in 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 the world and I don't have anybody to share them with, which right. which kind of it sucks, you know. It, it sucks does that, suck, yeah. That um, you know, I have the potential to to share this with somebody, and and yeah, I'm they're, not. they're they're not just they're just they're not just regular life experiences. They're this is a whole different kind of experience that you have going on here. And sure, you want to be able to just to do it with somebody, not just to to talk about it, but to to also to rely on, and then you just get together because you have all this in common and and it's nice to be with someone who uh you have so much in common with i know a girl who's on a podcast um uh, uh 222 paranormal uh this girl named jennifer and she's always talking about trying to find somebody uh just to have somebody who would like to go out and do the paranormal stuff with her and then you get into a relationship as well and she has a hard time of it and i'll tell you what she's freaking gorgeous i mean oh my god she's beautiful and uh but and she lives out in ohio and and and, and it's her and her brother who do this paranormal thing and and well, i was on i was on their show and it was really cool uh but yeah but 
it's it's a shame that it's it's so hard to find somebody like I found my wife and uh it was that was before I found out I was a medium but then throughout that journey we found out she was a very strong empath and we mixed very well together and I wouldn't have any other way uh but I was it was I know I can't say the word lucky because there's no such thing as luck everything happens for a reason but we we wish those reasons would happen a little sooner sooner than than they do uh, that's the only issue about it. But yeah, just just trying to find somebody else who is your not just your life partner, but your partner in crime too. You you can do this together with yeah. because doing it by yourself all the time. I mean, I would still do this, but I would sure like to have somebody who goes along. Like when we go out and do readings for people, my wife takes care of all the business work. She all I have to do is walk in, sit down in a chair, wait for people to come sit in front of me, and I do a reading for them. All the business, all the money, all that stuff, she takes care of it all. And at the end of the day, I stand up and go, how many people did we do? And she said, 21. And I go, really? Okay. And then, yeah. and that's it. But yeah, finding, finding your, like the same thing with going out and finding your people who you can do this with. I mean, you stumbled upon Jimmy and, uh, and look how that turned out, you know, and, uh, and being able to, find a whole group of people like you said you have a team of people that you trust with your life you got to because you're putting yourself in in what could be life-threatening situations not just with an encounter with this oh. with this being but you're out in the middle of the woods where it's dark you don't know what's out there if there's a wolf around the, or or like you said or a panther you don't know what's out there and or a person uh, right a, it could be a person Mm -hmm. the, the, the three things that scare me in the woods are ticks, spiders, and snakes, in that order. <laughs> ticks, yeah, I followed, agree with them. Followed yeah. closely by people. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm not. Uh, I'm not a fan of snakes either. No thanks, man. If but, I see a snake, know. he's a dead snake. So that's just <laughs> that's just the way that works. But, uh, but people, people are like, oh, you're not scared of bear, coyotes, or any of the the bigger things. Like no, because they're you know. They're probably scared of us too. It's the things yeah. that I don't think about. Like the like I got um, uh, a tick-borne illness when I after I got I was in Michigan, and um, I, let's just say a tick got attached uh, to a very unfortunate location on my body, and uh, I developed some, like a tick-borne something or another. I don't know if it was Lyme's or not, but I I ended up having like a hundred six degree fever or something like wow. that. Wow. Wow. But yeah. So, so ticks are no, no bueno for me. Yeah. These smaller things that you can't see, especially in the dark woods or even in lit woods, you can't see a snake hiding under a, frickin', uh, a log. And then you just happen to kick over that log and the snake gets mad and, and bites your ass. I mean, yeah, I'm not, I'm not necessarily petrified of snakes. I just, I just think they're creepy and I don't like them. <laughs> yeah. I'm right there with you, man. They look kind of scary, kind of scary, but, uh, but yeah, you, you, Going out in these expeditions you do, I mean, you went to this expedition, this last one by yourself, but it would have been cool to have somebody along with you that, you know, could enjoy it with you too, you know? I'm always, yeah. I always say, and again, in my dating profile, I'm always looking for like my shotgun rider. Right. You know, Absolutely. and I get, I, I ended up, I end up getting uh, lost a lot too. So someone to look at the map and. <laughs> yeah, I'm not good with maps either. Huh? Be helpful. <laughs> my, my wife's got a Google map, everything. And I just say, where do I go? Left or right? Yeah. 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 Cause I'm real good at getting lost. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. But yeah, but yeah to, to have somebody else to do it with you. 
Absolutely. But the, at least what I'm a little envious of, I wish I could go out and do what you do. I can't. I physically can't because I'm diabetic. I have all kinds of issues going on. I, I'm missing a big toe, so I have horrible balance. So I, I just know that would be bad for me to do. But but at least you're getting out there and doing it and not just doing it just to do it. You're, you're, you're getting out there and trying to to find out real information of of what's going on here, because we all know there's something happening. Going, there's something going on here, but we don't have the. We don't have a way of getting answers uh, until I uh, I. Uh, uh, researched you on uh, YouTube and then YouTube and started watching your videos and going, this guy's for real. So, and that, cause, and that's a good thing. Cause man, I don't want, you know, ghost hunters and oh, those guys, they just need to, they just need to quit, man. So, and, and they're just, you know, how many times can you walk around a corner and go <gasps> and be scared by a ghost? How many seasons do you have to do that? You don't. You Apparently don't. Apparently, do they could do it for a while. Yeah, they reasons. could do it for a while because they're getting a shitload of money from commercials. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but 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 if if you don't think there's spirit out there, then you're you're hiding under a rock. Just same mm-hmm. same thing with the with Bigfoot. If you don't think there's Bigfoot out there, man, you're hiding under a rock. You need to come out from under that rock. They need to come and find you. They need to come and find you on Facebook. They need to come and find you on YouTube. We're going to put all that information in at the end of the video so people can, so they know where to look for you and uh, where they can find, how how to find these, uh, like you said, your friend Glenn put out the groups on Facebook, how to find the information. So if they want to get out there and do this, they should get out there with all the know-how and all the knowledge they can get and not go into this thing blindly. And uh, yeah. don't go and into you, the woods without knowing anything. That's right. And with, and you with your videos, you know, with with your squatchables, they could they could. All they had to do is purchase the the, uh, the DVD and learn everything they can possibly learn by sitting at the by their computer or their TV. And at that point, if they feel they want to do something more with it, they can reach out to you on Facebook. Correct. Absolutely. hundred percent. And then they can and go can out and hopefully right meet up with you or the... maybe start their own group or get into another group, which would probably be the, be the best idea. And then by, by lead by example, I've had a great time talking to you on the show. I'm, I'm glad I got to talk to somebody who was not um, fake. Oh, well, I, I really appreciate that. And I appreciate the time. And uh, I appreciate your listeners uh for for having me on the show it's been uh it's been great at the time has just flown by how long has it been uh it's 8 44 so uh <laughs> hey mike hour 45 sorry minutes. about that <laughs> no hey i had a this is great i, I was I, I could talk about bigfoot apparently for a long time so <laughs> uh yep so i do the same thing with people when i they ask me about spiritual questions. I could sit there and talk forever and ever and ever because there's so much information out there, especially like with Bigfoot, that people just don't know. They yeah. and they they don't have the truth. All we have is the uh, the pretend TV shows out there who say, "I love it when they do this." They go, "Oh!" And at the end of the show, we have some exciting news we're going to reveal to you. And then when they reveal it to you, it's something you knew already from 20 years ago. And you mm-hmm. go, "Ah!" But they hope, but they reel them in. And they keep having them come back and watch. My, the show. my favorite, my favorite is when they play uh, music over audio evidence. 
That's great because because Bigfoot needs a needs a theme song, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, listen to this, and then there's music in the background. It's like, wait a second. Yeah, yeah. What is that? What is that supposed to mean? Why? Why would they do that? Why would they cover uh, cover up something you're trying to listen to on TV that you don't have real good hearing for anyway? I don't get Uh, any anybody that watches my show. Uh, in the shadow of Bigger and I does not need to worry about that because what's cool about that show is I produce and I edit everything myself. Yeah, because so, I read that about you. You you do all yeah. your own editing. All you you are you do everything. I'm a one man show pretty much. Yeah, yeah. you yeah. got a lot of hats. I do, I do. It's like a lot of full time jobs, but you know what? I love it, and I I don't think I would ha- want to have it any other way. To be honest. You, 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 you got to go out there and by one incident, create your own dream job. Mm. You're right. Absolutely. And I didn't and, even know it was going to, I, I, I hated this stuff. Again, <laughs> when I was growing up. I was like, you asked me, you asked me 15 years ago before I got into all this, that I'd be outside looking for Bigfoot in the woods. I tell you, you got to go to an insane hospital. Because <laughs> yeah. That's, that's... What, yeah. What are you smoking, buddy? Yeah. Cause yeah, I, yeah. I, I wouldn't be doing that, but, uh, <laughs> but by here you are 12 years later and uh, you're still doing it. You still have a love for it. You still have a passion for it. You, and it's, it still perks up your ears. Every time you, you go mm-hmm. on your computer and you hear a sound, you're like, Oh shit. And and hey, so, and you know we're we're going strong too. It's it's we're we're just starting. We're filming season six already. That's so awesome, not, right? We we have no intention of slowing down. We got so many uh, booking or speaking presentations coming up. It's this is this year's uh, already turning out to be absolutely. So wild. you go so, out in front of audiences and and speak about this. Oh yeah, yeah. I go all over the country and speak. Uh, we're going. Oh my out gosh! To, yeah, booked one in Pennsylvania. We got one coming up in Tennessee. So we go, uh, we go all over. Absolutely. Do you do you take airplane rides or do you get on a train? I use my vehicle. It's actually. Oh, did you, you travel? You, yeah. you drive all the way across. Yeah, and then we'll go bigfooting on the way. I just did a trip. Uh, we moved here to Arizona from Delaware. Uh, it was twenty four hundred miles, Oof. and uh, uh, as you know, because we talked before, I ended up getting the flu from it. Lost twenty seven pounds in like two weeks. Which is uh, I don't I don't uh, suggest that as a diet plan or Je- mm. or Jenny Craig yeah whatever lady but uh, but uh, but because I came from an elevation that I lived in New Jersey I mean um, you live there yeah. it's, it's zero out here right. forty five hundred feet and I'm having a hard time breathing so uh, but uh, I'm getting used to it but yeah it made me sick but I couldn't imagine just getting in the car and going oh oh I got to speak in Washington oh, okay let's guess guess up the car and go. That's crazy. I mean, holy macro. I mean, you must be busy all the time. Yeah, it's it doesn't slow down. <laughs> and uh, thankfully, a lot, most of them, most of them, I can't say that I've, I've driven out to Washington, but, um, uh, you know, uh, most of them are, are, are local-ish, but and that gives me the opportunity to go big footing wherever I, you know, and, and go out and see those sites where I've never been. And and, and uh, you know, maybe try the try the local cuisine or something like that. You see, and that's with my show. Every place we film at, we try to go to these these smaller towns, and sure. we, we try to go to these local businesses and stop in and eat at these restaurants that are you know in town and stuff. And that way, from people that watch the show, 
that brings in, you know, if somebody goes to that location and brings in revenue to that right. business or that town, then, right. then beautiful. You know, it's a, it's a win-win for everybody. So since you're from Jersey, do you eat Scrapple? No, I don't. I don't <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> you can't get Scrapple out here in Arizona. So since we couldn't get it out here, uh, we brought we bought a cooler and bought and brought like uh, 28 bricks of uh, these three pound bricks of uh, Scrapple. Nice. Yeah, so I can yeah, have yeah. it once a year so I can... <laughs> Thaw it out and mold it into like a turkey and call it a skirky or something like that. <laughs> you got to do what you got to do. Yeah, man, because because there is no scrapple out here whatsoever, and I I love scrapple. But uh, <laughs> all right, man, it's been good talking to you. I'm it glad I was blast, able man. to have you on my show. Uh, I think you are an awesome guest. I'm 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 like I said, I only bring people on my tro- my show who tell the truth, and I absolutely know you're telling the truth. And I, I hope that you are able to spread that truth as much as you can throughout this, uh, throughout this fine career of yours of, of doing this. And I, and I hope you are able to, uh, to share with, with enough people that maybe they'll get interested in it too. Not just the Bigfoot part of it, but like you said, getting out into the wilderness and, and seeing what a beautiful place we have here. And hopefully that'll change the minds of others to maybe next time they have a piece of uh, trash in their hand, maybe they'll just put it in their pocket and wait till they get to a trash can instead, you know? Absolutely. That's, uh, we can only hope so, right? Yeah, we can only hope. That's all, that's all <laughs> the best we can do. But with that hope, at least you're out there putting this inspiration out there for others to see so that they will hopefully pick up on it as well. It'll resonate with a few people, but, you know, and you know what? You can. What I tell people too is, you know, even if Bigfoot isn't real, you know, and doesn't turn out to be, you know, be anything, then guess what? I'm having a hell of a time looking for him. Right. You know, and that's it's sustaining that's, you, right? That's the it's it's the ride. It's right. the ride that's that 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 um is the journey, and that's that's um you know I'm just blessed that I'm able to do it. Right, as because I ride motorcycles all the time, and it's not the destination; it's the journey. Yes. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Is there anything that you would like uh, to leave my audience with right now that you uh, would would think is a good message for them? Sure. Uh, one of my favorite quotes is uh, so uh, about your beliefs about Bigfoot is this: um, uh, the world. If if you believe that uh, Bigfoot, no, the world is a much better place if you believe that Bigfoot exists no hold on i'm gonna set up you edit this hold on yeah i i'm i'm not gonna edit this part so you better get it right oh okay all right um my wife will edit it i i forget how it goes now the world uh no i don't have anything else to leave you guests <laughs> that's even better yeah hey daniel screw your guests that's what i say yeah no, no, screw those people up there. No, I think you've, uh, I think you put enough information out there for people to, to uh, take some interest in this themselves, and then, and hopefully they will. Hopefully, uh, it'll resonate with them, and uh, and then they'll get up off their lazy butts and go out and try to do this themselves. Well, let's let's at least one of your listeners will get off the couch and and out in the nature. If and if if that's the case, if one person does that, then guess what? My whole show's worth it. 
That's right. Then you 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 set out to do what you what you set out to do. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, Mike. I appreciate you being on here. Uh, and I want to tell everybody thanks for stopping out to uh, watch the show uh, of uh, Beyond the Veil with Daniel Jackson, me, your host. And uh, and we will see you soon. And as I always tell everybody out there, uh, be good and don't do any stupid shit. And have a great day. All of Mike's episodes and more can be found on his YouTube channel, Sussex County Bigfoot. In the Shadow of Big Red Eye is also on Facebook, same name, and Instagram at Shadow of Red Eye. Thanks for watching, and we will see you next time on Beyond the Veil with Daniel Jackson.